0: Jesus,
1: thank you so much for being here. God, we thank you so much for being in this space. God, you are so evident already. You're here. You're here, God. Thank you for meeting us here again. Where there's your presence, God, there's fullness of joy, we believe in this. And I wanna pray for the one that came in tired today. I wanna pray for the person who came in just weary and and tired and barely making it. I just wanna pray for that one. Give them the strength, God, to have your focus. The focus, the attention, and the willingness to hear your word. May these words be from you and not from me. Speak through me. You live in this place. You live here. Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus, God. Thank you for meeting us here. In Jesus' name we pray. Come on, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, do me a favor, before before you guys uh, take your seats, Can you help me just thank our worship team today? Come on, are you grateful? Guys, thank you so much for preparing all throughout the week. Thank you just so much for leading us so well. Um, And thank you for your preparation. Thank you. Love you guys. Well, you guys can take your seats. You guys can take your seats. Are we happy to be in church? Come on, are we happy to be in church? Amen. Hey, there's a song that, um, that well, I learned as a little kid, you know, there's, it's like, if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands, right? So if you're happy and you know it, if you're blessed, can you clap your hands? Can you make a little bit of noise? Come on, are you happy? Are you happy? It's a good day. It's a good day. It's already been a good day. I think we can go home right now, but... Uh, Thank you, worship team. Thank you. It is a good, good day. Do you like who you're sitting next to? It's too late. I hope so. (laughs) Um, Hey, I'm excited to be here with you today. Uh, This is so weird. This is my first time speaking um, and not singing. This is my first time with this and not uh, a vocal mic. So, um, Matt, I don't know how you did it. I don't know how you did it, but uh, you did it, but I want to say thank you. You got me here. You got me to grow. It's uncomfortable. It is so out of my um, comfort zone, but just thank you. Thank you. Um, Those of us here in the building or you guys are tuning in online, maybe this is your first time here. This is your first time here, and so allow me to introduce myself. My name is Riza. Hello. I am... I'm 26 years old. I was born in Indonesia, but raised everywhere. Do you guys know where Indonesia is? Nope. So if you look in the back, literally, we have a map right there. It's those islands right above Australia. That's the motherland. That's where I'm from. Um, uh, I'm so glad that my Oma is here. She's actually going back to Indonesia in about two or three weeks. So this is going to be my kind of, Oma, say hi. Hi, <laughs> we love you. Salamat um, sabato ma. All right. Um, what else? What else about me? I love the color brown. I love. Yeah. I love olive green. Um, I love hugs. I love mom's hugs. I love my people. I love my my church. Um, Isaac too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh yeah and as my sister said i have had the absolute absolute honor and privilege to have been your worship pastor here for um, for three years um, three years um, i took i took the position from uh, 2017 through 2020 right mom 2017 yeah so basically from the time of the year of the Royal Engagement to the year of Corona. Praise the Lord. Um, What else? I love food. By the way, if you love food, this is a great weekend to be here. Um, This is our first weekend bringing back our uh, potluck. And if you don't know what potluck is, it's just, it's food. Um, And so please stay, please stay afterwards. I hope you guys came hungry. Um, And again, thank you for being here. It's gonna be such a good day, it already is. Um, I'm gonna tell you my game plan literally I'm gonna talk for like 15, 20 minutes, maybe. We're gonna eat. Uh, Worship team's gonna come up, then we're gonna eat, we're gonna go home, boom, good day. Y'all ready? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Randy. Yeah, we're eating twice, just kidding. All right, if you brought your Bibles, wave it at me. Wave it at me, let me see, let me see. Or glow it at me, let me see. Jesus points. All right, go with me to Luke 5. Luke 5. Everybody say Luke 5. Luke 5. Y'all there? It's on the screen if you don't have it. It's all right. I forgive you. Um, look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. neighbor. We're going fishing today. Come on, say you, you got to say it in the accent. We're going, We're going fishing today. That's right. We're going fishing today. Luke 5. All right. Verses one through nine, y'all ready? Cool. On one occasion, while the crowd was pressing in on him and not social distancing, to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, also called the Sea of Galilee, same thing. And he saw two boats, everybody say "Two two boats. Two boats by the lake, but the fishermen had gone out of them and were washing their nets. Getting into one of the boats, Jesus is a savage, (laughs) which was Simon's. He asked him to put out a little from the land, and he sat down and taught the people from the boat. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, "Put put out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. We're going fishing today. And Simon answered, Master, we toiled all night and took nothing, but at your word, I will let down the nets." And when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of filet fish from McDonald's, and their nets were breaking. They signaled to their other partners uh, to come. Where are we? And help them. And help them thank you. And help them uh, to, the, to the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. They began to sink. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. Verse 9. For he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish that they had taken. I'm just going to be really honest. Um, Preparing for today, preparing for this day was really uneasy. It was not as easy of a process that I would... Um, that I thought that it would be like, I struggled. You can ask Madison, I, I changed the topic on her like five times. Um, so, I realized that my mind was questioning, well, what, what can I bring to, to these people? Like, what can I, what can I give to them? And what would, what would they like to hear as my first sermon? You know, like my, the shift, the mind, my mind was uh, in the wrong places. Um, But I just want to thank God. I thank God that through some of the people here, he spoke to me through you guys. Um, And he said, he told me this. He said, well, forget the people. Forget, Forget what they want to hear. Forget that. He said this. What would the younger me need to hear? What would the younger reza benefit from hearing today, and so that's what I wanna try to accomplish. I just just wanna reach out. Like today, I don't wanna preach, I don't wanna teach, I wanna reach, if that's okay. Cool? All right, let's go. All right, everybody say three points. Three points today. Cause I mean, let's be honest, I can say, like if I had the ability to go back and just warn myself of some like words of encouragement or wisdom, um, I would say a lot, but I got three for you today. So point number one, point number one, is he sees you from a distance. He sees you even from a distance. Look at verse one. On one occasion, while the crowd was pressing in on him to hear the word of God, he was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, and he saw, right there, and he saw. Notice the crowd. Notice there's hype. There's, there's people all around Jesus. The, the crowd was pressing in on him. But what does Jesus notice? He saw two boats that belonged to the fishermen. Have you ever felt unseen? You ever felt unnoticed? I have. Can you relate? The crowd was pressing in on him, but Jesus saw Peter's boat. It's funny how, well for me, I'm speaking for myself, it's funny how some days I just, I just look for, for people to, to give me attention and like, it's such a human, it's a valid human longing to, to be seen, to be heard, isn't it? To be seen to be seen. I love what Christine Kane says. She says, some of us have confused visibility with significance. Some of us have confused visibility with significance. There's gonna be days where you feel unnoticed unseen unappreciated by some people but you are not unknown to god amen you are seen and i don't know who this is for maybe this isn't for for someone in the building maybe this is for just someone watching right now i don't know who you are but please know this please know that you are visible you are visible you're seen like he made you Like, he handcrafted you. He made you. Psalm 139. Psalm 139. It says, For you, God, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was being made in secret, when I, when I was being made in secret, intricately woven in the depths of the earth. Watch this, verse 16. Your eyes saw. Your eyes saw. He saw me before my mom saw me. You're seen. When I look in the mirror, I, uh, I tend to go like, oh, wow. <laughs> but when God says, sees me, he says, oh, wow, I made that. Oh, wow, I made that. I'm proud of that. I'm so proud of that. When I see insignificant, he, see, he sees important. When I see common, he sees created. When I see ratchet, he sees remarkable. When I see sin, he sees saved. Before Peter saw Jesus, Jesus saw Peter. So point number one, he sees you, even from a distance. Point number two, you guys still with me? Yes. Awesome. Point number two. We're gonna kick it off. Um, we're gonna take it from actually verse, verse four, verse four and five, four and five. And when he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, "Put out into the deep and let let down your nets for a catch." Verse five. And Simon answered. Well, but Master, we toiled all night and took nothing. Right there. Stop right there. Master, we toiled all night and took nothing. I worked all night and took nothing. I worked all night, all for nothing. You ever been disappointed? You worked and worked and worked so hard, but you didn't. You didn't get in the program. You didn't get into the internship. You worked so hard into that relationship only for it to last two months. Really, God, that relationship, what was that for? God, why didn't they choose me? Why didn't they ask me? Really, God, you you let me lose that one person during the pandemic? Have you ever been disappointed? (laughs) I told all night and took nothing. I want us to understand, I want us to understand and really grasp the context. I want us to understand the actuality of what Peter's saying here when he says, I told all night for nothing. Um, Peter is a fisherman Right, he's a professional fisherman. He's a fisherman and a really good one. He knows how to fish. He knows when the best time is to fish. Like he, he knows the logistics. He knows, he knows how to fish. So when Peter is saying to Jesus, "God, I worked all night, all night for nothing," essentially he's saying, "I'm the pro." Like aside from him saying. I'm I'm hungry, I'm I'm tired. I I worked all night, you know, the obvious things. Aside from that, he's essentially also saying, I'm the pro, I'm a professional. Aren't you just the carpenter? I know when to fish. It's not in the daytime, It's, it's at night. I know. I know. Peter was disappointed. I told all night, all for nothing. Peter didn't get the results he wanted, so he first resisted Jesus. Peter was disappointed. Obviously, we we later find out, and we know it's in the story. We know that he does obey. Eventually, they do end up um, with a, a boatload of fish um, but before he said okay, he did resist. He did He did say, we, I, I did all that I could do on my own, on my strength, right? But at your word, I'll let down the nets. Like, okay, okay, I'll try it. I'll try it with you. I'll, I'll involve you. I'll involve you in my work. I'll try it with you this time. But disappointments call for God's Appointments, Come on, when I fail, my God doesn't. It's in Isaiah 40. Isaiah 40 says, Even youths shall faint and be weary. Young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall they shall run and not be weary. They'll walk and not faint. Also, 1 Peter 5. 1 Peter 5. It says, Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, so that at the proper time, he may exalt you, casting some of your cares? No. All. Casting all your cares on him. Even the little even the little ones. Casting all your anxieties, all your cares on him. Why? Because he cares for you. Aren't you glad that we can pray to God about the smallest things and he cares about your, your disappointments? Like he, he cares. He cares. What you worry about, like the thing that you care about, he cares. He cares. I love that hymn. It's like, what a friend we have in Jesus. Sins and griefs to bear What a privilege To carry Everything to God In prayer There's nothing too big Nothing too small For our God He cares for those little disappointments Peter was disappointed So point number one He sees you even from a distance Point two He wants in He wants in on it Even in the disappointments Point three. Almost there. Okay. Disqualifications. Let's pick it up from verse six through eight. Verse six. And when they had done this, when they had done this, they enclosed a large number of fish and their nets were breaking. They signaled to their partners in the other boat to come and help them And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. Verse 8. But when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, God. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. O Lord. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. Verse 8. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man. What's he saying? What's he saying? He's saying, Not me. You can't choose me. Not not this. Not this sinner. Not what I thought about this week, not 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 what I did, not what I attempted to do. You can't choose me. Why would you want anything to do with me? Can you relate? Depart from me, O Lord, for I am a sinful man. I would not be standing up here in front of you if it weren't for the goodness and mercy of my God. I would not. If it weren't for God. Right? Okay, I just feel like, I feel like exposing us. Here's what I want to say. Here's what I want to say to like to the young people or maybe in, to the to the new believers in our faith, right? Here's what I want to say. Can I say it? Okay. Those of us here, you see on this stage, we sin. We sin. Worship leader. Pastor Parents, I sin. The Bible says, "For all have sinned and come short." All, all have sinned and come short to the glory of God. I sin too. Like we, we deal with those sins that you that you deal with. We just do a good job at hiding it. And I want to say I'm sorry. So for the young people, we sin. People in ministry, we sin too. All have sinned. That's the truth. That's the truth, right? Me too. And what sin is, sorry guys, what sin is, is... um, Missing God's standard. What sin is, is just missing God's standard and and just missing the mark. And oftentimes, I do that. Oftentimes, I do that. Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, Lord. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. Can you just confess it with me? Say, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. Say, I'm a sinner. sinner. It's hard for us to even just verbally say it out loud because we think that God doesn't know it. Or even worse, our kids may, may hear it. Our kids may think we may hear Thank you. Our kids may think we're a sinner. But the Bible says, for all have sinned. All have sinned and fallen short. Um, growing up as an Adventist, growing up in the church, you know, you, you hear really weird stuff like uh, like phrases like okay, <laughs> there's church lingo. Let me back that up. There's church language. There's uh, sorry. There's church language. There's just weird lingo. You know, um, you'll you'll hear like people refer to um, the Christian walk or the Christian like faith as as a walk. How's your walk with Jesus? You doing okay? How's your journey? How's, how's your walk? Right? How's your walk with Jesus? You'll hear that. I did. Anybody else, like, hear that? Just Adventists? Okay. All the time, he said. We're really weird. But no, we do refer um, the Christian life as a walk. As a walk. As a walk. We find it over and over again in the New Testament, when, um, when Paul wrote, wrote, we walk by faith and not by sight, Jesus says, walk in light, walk in light. Um, another instance is in Ephesians, I forget where, but it's in Ephesians, Paul says, walk in love, walk in light, walk in wisdom, right? It's, this, it's a constant theme, walking with God, walking with God, walking with God. part of walking is falling that's the secret that i had to find out for myself part part of walking is falling like there is the actuality of slipping up of tripping who trips who still yes Mom, with with your knee. I'm sorry to call you out, but (laughs) what did you do with it again? We fall, we stumble, we trip, we trip. Sometimes willingly, sometimes unwillingly. So yeah, it may surprise you, but can I just say part of walking is falling so part of walking with Jesus is falling sometimes. Part of walking, this walk with Jesus, it, you fail. Like I still struggle. We already covered that. We fall, we fall sometimes. but you get back up again each time. Proverbs 24:16. Though the righteous fall seven times, how many times they rise again, though the righteous fall seven times, they will rise again so so I'm walking with Jesus, I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, but then I trip and I fall and I, I sin, I did it again. I did what I what I promised him not to do he gets then he gets me back up because we we, we fall and then we rise, and then we walk, then we walk, walk, one week later, fall, failure again. You can't fall if you're not standing up. You can't fall if you're not standing up. So when I hear people say, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, I'm struggling, thank God Because that's the conviction. You can't fall if you're not up with him. So I'm walking and walking. Wednesday, I fall. I I did it again. God, I'm sorry. I don't want to continue to follow you. Get back up. You can't fall if you're not up. <laughs> Depart from me. I'm a sinful man. Do you still struggle? Do you still struggle? Can you put the uh, the quote from David Astrick up? It's He says, the struggle itself is a sign of. The struggle itself is a sign of. So if you're not struggling, I would question that. Does the Holy Spirit live in you? Like, does he have you? The struggle itself is a sign of breathing life. Amen? Hmm. What I failed to mention earlier was this, that Lake Gennesaret, or however you say it, right? The Sea of Galilee. It's actually actually the lowest freshwater lake. It's the lowest freshwater lake on, on the earth, on the planet. Lowest. Does that say something about Jesus? To come to the lowest depths of the earth just for me? to see me, to want me, to want to involve me. Like, this is, this is the lowest freshwater lake. I, I just, I love just par- paralleling things, but our God is so good to want me in my lowest, lowest, ugliest, messiest place why would you want me god depart from me for i am a sinful man o lord i have low moments if you have low moments can you just do you have low moments As I close, I, I just want to say this. I just, I just want to say to someone, he still calls you even with disqualifications. Point number one was he sees you even from a distance. He sees you even from a distance. Point number two, was he wants in on it, even those um, disappointments. And point number three, he calls you, even with disqualification. I have no business standing up here and speaking to you guys, I have no business. But he still calls me with the mess. With the sin, he so calls me. He wants me. So what I realized in this walk with Jesus, I will never reach perfection in this life. Not not on this side of on, not on this side of eternity, at least. Like I'll never reach perfection. In fact, perfection is the, is a mountain that has no peak. I'll never I'll never be perfect. Because Jesus was that for me. Jesus was that for me. He came low for me. Like this is the gospel. He calls you even with disqualifications. Can you rise with me? Let's stand on our feet. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord, for being with us. Lord. Lord, thank you for seeing us from a distance. Thank you for wanting in even with the disappointments and thank you God for for choosing me for calling me even with my disqualifications I thank you that you don't you don't call it the disqualified so we bring our our sin our our mess our our life, God, our boat, you can use our boat, you saw it, you are enough, I'll never be enough in this earth, I will never be enough, because you're the perfect one, God, Jesus, you are the one who came down, so Lord, I want to pray for again, that one person who came in, just expecting to to meet you again, I pray that they did encounter you, help us as we go out now, as we fellowship, help us to just cling on onto this truth. All throughout this next week, I pray that you remind us that we are seen and that we are chosen. I'm already loved. I'm already chosen. I know who I am. I know what you've spoken. And that is enough.